0: guys welcome to episode 110 of a wrestling gal podcast providing you with the female perspective on all things wrestling join me your host and wrestling enthusiast ella j as today i am joined by the host of the scottish wrestling network billy now let's chat. Hello, everybody. Today, I am joined by the owner of the Scottish Wrestling Network, Billy. So how are you doing today, Billy?
1: I'm doing very well. I'm excited to, to chat to you again.
0: I'm excited now to flip the script and interview you. So how does it feel to be on the other end of something right now?
1: very strange it's it's uh, <laughs> right. seeing seeing the whole zoom chat thing the other other way is uh now, now I know how my guests feel
0: <laughs> yeah right but well firstly how are you feeling as we delve into this brand new year of 2021 how are you feeling
1: confident i suppose i don't know i mean it's, as of recording we've went into a further lockdown up in scotland so uh it's it's one of those things i'm not really a much of a people person face to face Mm -hmm. so i'm not that fast i'm quite happy just in my little office here uh this is where i work now i've worked since march in this same office and did the podcast in the same place as well so it's not i'm i'm not i'm not finding any difficult uh, any difficulty with it but i know other people are so
0: now it's your third lockdown right
1: Apparently so, but I didn't. I didn't get the memo about the second one, so I haven't really <laughs> noticed so far. Um, like I said, I've been. I've been in this. Mm-hmm. Been here since March because yeah. I can work from home. So yeah. it, the lockdown is really not. It, it, it could be. It could be lockdown ten at this point, and I'm not going to know.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> is there anything you miss, like pre-COVID, that you're just like craving? Are you really, really miss that you can remember?
1: Going to wrestling shows. Yeah, really, fair. that's about it. Um, I had so many. Well, I had a few planned to go to uh, tickets bought for and everything um, before everything shut down so uh, really that gigs this is supposed to be, 2020 was supposed to be the busiest year for me my wife to go to shows we had loads booked mm-hmm. and then one by one they've been rescheduled or cancelled and it's just been, a, just been a nightmare for that
0: yeah I feel like the u.s has been kind of fortunate enough we've had a few like it goes spotty so things will get canceled and then you'll have like a string of shows and then stuff will get canceled again depending on what state they're in and then stuff will get canceled again like for january a bunch of shows got canceled but february there's like a bunch of them so it it basically changes month by month here I feel like I feel like sc- like the UK and Scotland though so you guys have had like a more extensive lockdown than we have because since you're on your third one but it like changes like every month here I feel like in the states.
1: Yeah, I mean just uh, nobody's really agreeing how to do things yeah. but uh, but I think everyone's agreed that just stop shows that that seems to be the the easy one but just how extensive the lockdowns need to be just everyone's just kind of fighting and going on oh, needs to be this it needs to be that mm-hmm. I just I'm just gonna leave them to it I'll just uh, like I said I'll just hole up in my, my wee office and just wait for it all to blow over mm-hmm.
0: yeah <laughs> but you talk about you spending a lot of time in your office so can you tell lis- the listeners more about what content you produce on the Scottish Wrestling Network
1: well Pre-COVID, uh, we did results. Uh, I would do articles myself, and I had another guy writing, uh, Adam Adam Morrison, who does amazing mm-hmm. graphics. Um, we do reviews and previews and just anything we could think of post-COVID, or, or we're still in it. But uh, during this time, I, I thought I'd start a podcast because that's what everyone else was doing. Um, this was after doing Twitch streams and YouTube content like through WWE 2K20. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a terrible game if anyone's bought it. Uh, I'm so sorry if you have. Uh, we did that, did Twitter polls, and then, yeah, podcasting. It was just the next next in line of things to do. And that's the one that stuck so far.
0: Now, I know Scottish Wrestling Network had, well, it used to be OSW TV, right? Or something like that. Yeah. So that's been around since 2013, correct?
1: Uh, yes. Now- <laughs> yeah, it has.
0: Now, are you the original creator and like been there since the inception of it? Or give us a scoop with that.
1: Uh, I have. I have been. Um, it started as, well, way back when, uh, before OSW TV, I started out. Uh, I was part of a Bebo group. Mm-hmm. Bebo. This is how long ago it was. Uh, with a guy called Davin Malloy and uh, a name you may recognize, Jay Hunter. And... We did that, and then we moved to Facebook when Bebo, and it was in its millionth, it's getting shut down. Um, we moved over to Facebook. Jay went and done OSW review, and uh, I stole an idea from two guys that, that commented on our page that are doing a, just a web series. So that's how I started OSW TV, um, which I edited, which I don't know how I did it, through a PlayStation 3. Did all wow. my editing through that, all my recording through it. Everything was done through a PS3. Um, it wasn't great. Um, and then eventually I thought, right, I'll do a website instead. I don't want to, it was right about the time I uh, had I broke my arm and I was just, I just didn't want to do on-camera stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just started writing instead, which is a weird thing to go from if you broke your arm. But uh, <laughs> so I did that instead and then just carried on. So just anything. I started with a and a, a Q&A series called mm-hmm. OSW TV Meets and then uh, eventually just started doing the reviews and the results and all that kind of thing. So yeah, I've, I've been there right from the start from, from 2013 and uh, still, still going and people seem to like it. So that's good.
0: How do you balance it all? Like interviews, blogs, I know you have articles. How do you balance it all? Like it must have been overwhelming at a few points. How do you balance it all and like stay sane and not feel overwhelmed? I know you have some help, like you said, but still that's a lot to balance on your plate.
1: Um, Really for the, I don't think my work was as, as good as it could be because I was doing that. I was trying to get as much content as I could out there. I think this, this whole lockdown experience and no-shows has really made me think about doing more. It's just more about quality than quantity. Mm-hmm. Uh, results, I was really lucky that uh, at first I was I was just reblogging them from WrestleRopes, mm-hmm. who I had a good friendship with, mm-hmm. uh, before eventually taking their not taking their site, but taking charge of their Scottish content and then eventually... Um, their site closed and I, I took them on uh, myself, which uh, was, and uh, it's fine for some companies. Some companies are quite happy to put their results out on Facebook. Others, it's just I'd have to wait until 11 o'clock mm-hmm. Sunday evening before I, I'd got something mm-hmm. um, from them. Um, so I was just relied on people so much. Articles itself, my, my job at the time, and it's, it's got quite a bit of downtime well, I probably probably shouldn't have a bit of downtime, but I, I take a bit of downtime. Um, so I'm able to kind of just type and come back to it as and when I'm, I'm between doing work. Um, a lot of my reviews, which is probably seen in the quality of them, I, I do them while I'm watching a show, if I'm watching it on YouTube. So I'll watch a match, then write up about it, watch the next match and write up about it. Um, not my preferred method i'd rather just go to a show live and then Mm -hmm. do my thoughts and feelings instead the next day which uh, often is, is the better better reviews in my opinion anyway
0: now you mentioned in our last chat that podcasting was something you've been wanting to do for years now so what prompted you to finally take that plunge and start the scottish wrestling network podcast uh
1: there was no shows. That's pretty much that shit. Uh, and nothing to nothing to write about, nothing to review. I mean, doing written interviews is mm-hmm. fine, but I don't think you they're as natural uh, as I mean, mm-hmm. I could send someone 10 questions and I was doing that. I called it the starter for ten series. There'd be the exact same ten questions mm-hmm. each time and it's great and all, but uh, how are you gonna discuss with someone who what their favorite dinosaur is and the in a, in a written word uh, mm-hmm. interview it just didn't seem as as uh, as fun or as comprehensive mm-hmm. uh, Adam did a lot of interviews and his questions are really great and and you uh, would actually ask good questions <laughs> um, but I, I prefer just to do it on the fly and that's how I thought right I'll do the podcast instead I'll just uh, some have went well and some have went less so but uh, I just kind of just wing it and I think that's just a more natural reaction from the people I'm speaking to, and uh, myself as well. So
0: it's okay. Um, we've all we've all had those person. moments. We've all had those <laughs> moments where it's some of it's not our best work. But you know, you take the good with the bad, and you learn from it and improve. You know, so that's all that matters. But you mentioned that dinosaur question. So how did you come up with that? Was there a reason why you let you love asking that question? Give us the scoop.
1: Um. was it the first no it was the second podcast i did um with zach leon um kevin williams a wrestler uh from around here uh he he made me well i put out a question any questions for so-and-so and and he put what's your favorite dinosaur i thought that's ridiculous (laughs) i'm gonna use that uh and then every time i'd put out the question or And got any questions for so and so? He'd always put dinosaur, Mm -hmm. and then eventually I just went right. Stop asking me. I'm going (laughs) to ask it every time. (laughs) So uh, sometimes I forget, but now I've got like big. Mm -hmm. If I'm doing show notes now, I just put dinosaur at the top, Mm -hmm. so I remember. It's such as it's one of those questions where it depending on who I'm speaking to, they can either take it ridiculous levels like turkey dinosaur, Mm -hmm. or Barney or Rex from Mm -hmm. Toy Story, or they'll be super serious and give me a made up one, which it turns out to be real but uh (laughs) give me a made-up dinosaur or or triceratops was Mm -hmm. popular at the start um but no it's just one of those just out there questions which seem to just get people thinking and chatting so
0: what is your favorite dinosaur though Uh,
1: (laughs) ah turned around to me now you know i'm toy story is my favorite film franchise mm-hmm. uh, so it's going to be rex uh trixie is is pretty pretty high up there uh of course as uh, a triceratops because triceratops are awesome mm-hmm. but when i went to disneyland paris for my honeymoon uh there's a massive t-rex uh, massive rex mm-hmm. outside the toy story land bit and i thought i had to get a picture next to it so that's yeah rex go for that
0: They're huge. And I I wish I've been to Disney like ever. I've never been there, but it sounds really, really fun. I I really, really wish. I feel like I'm the only person. I know I'm not the only person, but I feel like everybody else has been to Disney and I have not been fortunate enough to experience that. But maybe one day, I hope, you know, if the world goes back to semi-normal who knows but yeah i digress now we joined today over our mutual passion for podcasting and interviewing within the wrestling genre so is there a certain podcast guest who you've had whose story or something they said that you were like emotionally moved by or you felt really like drawn to
1: um well i've, I've done two interviews with scotty swift now mm-hmm. uh, i think i might i mentioned it in, in our chat before but um it's about four and a half hours in total that i've spoken to him mm-hmm. um the reason i i, I was people from WrestleZone really want me to speak to him because mm-hmm. Scott is a bit of a granddad when it comes to technology he's uh not that well equipped with mm-hmm. it so it was a little bit of a learning for him um and then by the time we got the second one going it was just just easy enough mm-hmm. but uh, i had about a page of notes and i only got through half of them in the first cut first chat so I had to schedule a second and do do that because WrestleZone for me is my my home promotion it's the one that's about an hour and a half up the road mm-hmm. um to go to and I go to their biggest show every year Aberdeen Anarchy I've been going since 2013 every year I've been to their biggest show and uh, of course didn't go last year because you know obvious mm-hmm. reasons um and just for me that was I've, all my chats I've enjoyed in some way or form, but speaking to Scotty for that long, uh, for the really first time we've had an extended chat was just really special for me. That's, but if just I couldn't believe that after about two and a half hours I was looking at the time going, oh, it's been two and a half hours mm-hmm. and we're still speaking and I've still got things mm-hmm. I want to speak about as well. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that one's up there. I mean, I try and keep my podcast positive, so yeah. I really don't want to be be uh, doing the whole. Uh, um, emotional crying thing uh, trying to keep it light mm-hmm. as possible because I'm not the most uh, well equipped for for uh, emotion, <laughs> social anxiety and all that kind of stuff so I'm just like keep it positive what's your favorite dinosaur? It's fine ask that instead <laughs> so yeah, Scott Swift's probably my favorite episodes that, that have really made me uh, just enjoy chatting and doing the podcast
0: Now who are some of your other favorite guests or episodes that you've had on your podcast interviews?
1: Um well, i chat with uh, so many at the moment. The ones that are coming up are just all like two hour long episodes because they're just ridiculous. Uh, Grant McIver's one coming up. You may have seen him in the WWE Network mm-hmm. on uh, Fight Club. Yeah. He, uh, we end up speaking about the, our, our mutual passion and love for steps and terrible, cheesy uh, pop music. Um, the, the one with Kevin Williams, it was uh, episode three who came up with the dinosaur question uh, that was just an absolute mess because and I still loved it because the dog decided to show out to play with the squeakiest toy in the in the house and then when I let her outside the front an ice cream van turned up so you could hear the ice cream van going um so but that was still oddly one of my favorites just because it was just so ridiculous mm-hmm. by the end of it um just i'm trying to remember who i've actually spoken to at this point now it's just uh there's i've only done like 40 episodes uh but it's just like i said all them in some way or form i've really enjoyed rain was another one um which Mm -hmm. i I would i would hope you'll be chatting to her at some point in the future yeah um that was really great i think we've got enough to get a part two out of that it's a powerful
0: Uh, story yeah
1: Absolutely, and like I say, I was just going for the light aspect. There's mm-hmm. definitely, there's definitely some other things that you oh, can yeah. uh, get out of her. Um, I'm trying to think, who, who else? Uh, even, even this Kuma was another one. Uh, he's this humongous guy, over six foot, five hundred pounds or mm-hmm. something. He's, he's just tearing up Europe, and he's like, he, he, grew up in Mintlaw. He lives in Mintlaw, and I used to live in Newport, Sligo, which was like ten miles away. So it's just weird to think that I'm speaking to a guy who's traveling Europe. And he's just about an hour, two hours away from my own home, which is weird. Uh, Same with Bradley Poole, who lives in like five minutes from my house. And Mm -hmm. we're speaking about pro wrestling. It's just all all of them are, are special in their own kind of way. We'll say that.
0: Fair enough. Now I'm curious too we kind of touched on it and on your episode with me but do you have any certain research techniques or routines you use to gather info on your guests so you can give a compelling interview?
1: Um, My first few episodes I had none I didn't I just relied on my own knowledge Mm -hmm. because I've got a little bit of a like I collect odd pieces of information and don't remember them until I'm actually there at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after after a particular grueling episode where I just blanked out, I, I needed to start learning how to do notes. So uh, I bullet point like talking points. Mm-hmm. Um, of course I put the big dinosaur heading so I remember to do that. But uh, bullet point things, maybe some key matches, key victories, uh, or if there have been against international talent, I'll write their name in there somewhere. Um, the one of the episodes I've done with, with uh, Alexander Darwin McCallan, who will be coming out in some point in February, um, he he won a tournament, so I made sure to have all all his matches written out and and who against, and um, so now I used to just wing it, but now I'm I'm a little bit more. I'll, at least I've got even if I don't use any of them mm-hmm. or don't look at them, at least I've got something to jump off of if there's a little bit of a lull, and I can just go, mm-hmm. oh, what about this kind of thing.
0: Yeah. How do you combat like, well, I guess you kind of answered that I was going to ask, how do you combat like I've had like certain awkward moments or let's say like, have you ever had an experience where you've run out of questions? So you I know your normal running time is like a half hour to an hour. Right. You told me
1: that's the plan. It's okay. always the plan. Half an so, hour, ten hour.
0: So <laughs> if you're ever in a scenario or if it's happened, because it's happened to me where you're running time and is like half the time, like the person answers very, very fast or they're short answers because you're not gonna have You know, sometimes the long answers that you want, you're going to get some guests that will give like short answers or short responses. How do you combat that? Do you have to like think of questions on the fly or do you kind of have like a backup plan to like fill some more time in that scenario? Because I know I've had to have like some backup plans just in case.
1: I probably should but i don't oh, okay which is worrying um the, the one episode the first one i did a, a joint episode with with, with two guests mm-hmm. um there were two really young guys uh, ross yeah. hunter and nate stevenson um really young so not a lot of like career things i could mm-hmm. speak about and as i was trying to i was trying to get i was trying to organize it so they'd both answer and and all that and that ran about 33 minutes and it was fine but I think I could have got 30 minutes out of each of them yeah at a time but it was just Mm -hmm. one of those I didn't know how to organize it so I learned the second time I did a a joint one uh, with with three people um which is called the shambles episode for a a very good reason but uh I learned a little bit more just how to direct it and how to get conversations going between them not just including myself Mm -hmm. so um that was one of those the one I think I mentioned it when I was chatting to you before, it was the Sarah Marie Taylor interview, mm-hmm. which I you, you said you used it for your research and I you didn't did. notice that I that I just blanked in totally. But that was one where I should have had notes. Cause, I, cause she's got such a uh long standing career a yeah. lot of highlights I could have picked out if I wrote them down. If I actually had some notes about it. But no, it's, it, she's just she's one of those people that I don't know if it's just cause she's got these like blue so blue eyes or something but as soon as i started speaking to her i was like i've i've forgotten everything i've just Aww. i've just looked at you and i'm just we going i forgot everything yeah. i need to say so and i had to just bumble my way through it for half an hour or so uh, but no no notes for me is something i definitely need to do so i'm glad i've i've just bitten the bullet mm-hmm. and done it
0: <laughs> i've only done um i actually haven't done like a double like double guest interview since like episode six so since like the very beginning so I have never been in that situation since of like a duel or having triple guests like three guests so I wouldn't even know how to combat that I know what like a good idea that I use is like a lightning round with questions and like random questions if if you need to fill time it's just like random questions like favorite music favorite chill like stuff like that like fun questions I know I, I use that as a backup in case this show doesn't necessarily run how I plan it to because sometimes stuff isn't going to go to plan and you got to have a backup plan sometimes. So you can do whatever you want, but yeah, definitely like, I know definitely sometimes filling time is difficult and not every episode to anyone who's listening not every episode goes how you plan even if you script everything out sometimes a conversation goes a completely different way or people's personalities are just different so definitely have backup plans and stuff or at least something that can engage your audience which I know Bill you do a great job at engaging your audience I've been listening and watching your stuff so just a great job on with that by the way even if I know you're humble I know we're all critics of ourselves but yeah
1: well i just i just uh i that's why i don't as often as possible i don't try and search for guests i try to just go shout out because if someone contacts me Mm -hmm. they have a story to tell yeah if i contact them then i've got to tell them they've got to have a story so it just that's that's how it's worked so far Mm -hmm. i mean the ones that i have sought out They've like interacted with my colleagues, but haven't mm-hmm. explicitly went. I want to be on. Yeah. So I'm like, right, you definitely, you, you just need a little push mm-hmm. to come on. But um once I've went right, get on my podcast. They haven't been as uh, open to speak, which mm-hmm. is one of those things, I suppose.
0: Fair enough. Now, what are your thoughts? Since you are based in Scotland and the UK, what are your thoughts on the current Scottish and UK wrestling scene?
1: Talent level in Scotland. I mean, English. I, I don't pay an awful lot of attention down south. Just because there's that much up here uh, to to concentrate on um I think we've just got such a a, a wide array of of talent and gimmicks and, and reasons to be entertained uh, from the likes of of one, of one of your one of your favorite people emily Hayden who's mm-hmm. who in the last 12 months is is I don't even I think I've only ever seen in the last twelve months when she was shows on, maybe three matches that she's been in, mm-hmm. but she's been that entertaining on social mm-hmm. media that it's just been um, I, I called it the the misadventures of Emily Hayden because that just seems what it is. Everything mm-hmm. kind of goes wrong, but she kinda still goes right at the same time. It's just it's just incredible to watch. Uh, but no, the, the talent in Scotland's just amazing. I mean I mean the company aside the the, the brand ICW is probably not the most favoured brand because of things uh, but the fact that they've got a wide array of young scottish talent mm-hmm. on shows doing having great matches it's even in front of nobody uh and they're still putting on killer matches it's just it speaks to the level of talent that scotland has right now
0: who are some stars that you think more people need to be paying attention to whether it's from scotland ireland or britain anywhere in that uk british scene
1: uh, other than Emily, Hayden, of course. Yes, of course. Uh, she got one a I always bring up. Over.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Toasty is is just how how can you do it? It's just mm-hmm. the magic of, of Emily. Um, the one I always bring up is Ian Skinner. Uh, he's he's just a bit nuts. Is uh, is I just I don't know how to describe Ian. But mm-hmm. if you if you see him wrestle, he's just this bundle of energy, and he just kicks you, scraps at you, and then just annoys you at the same time. <laughs> it's just brilliant. Because uh, one of his more recent matches, he, just, he was getting battered, but he was still like mm-hmm. wide-eyed and challenging them to, to punch him. It's just incredible. But yeah, Ian Skinner uh, is always one I bring up. Um, ones I've already mentioned, like Rain and, and what have you, definitely ones to keep mm-hmm. an eye on. Sammy Jane is one of my personal favourites in Scotland. Uh, or just in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think people would be remiss if i didn't mention aspen face again another one that's been one of my favorites for mm-hmm. ever as well um but no we're, we're very lucky here to still be able to watch them they haven't been snapped up by international companies or nxt uk just yet
0: yeah nxt uk has already snapped up some amazing talents like Valkyrie. she's incredible she is you know she was with debbie Kaitel. And now they snatched her up, which I'm so sad that they separated them, but she's doing amazing things. They have Aaliyah James, you know, they've had Viper, they have Kaylee Ray, they have a wide variety of UK stars. And I feel like NXT UK has a great future ahead of them because like you just mentioned, there's so many amazing stars on the UK scene and they're getting an opportunity on a grander scale to showcase them. So I'm super excited for the future of the UK talent, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, NXT UK is just missing one thing, though, and that's just a full-on entertainment kind of character. Um, Like, in WWE terms, like a No Way Jose or Mm -hmm. uh, UK Y Grado. They're just missing that. Mm -hmm. I think that's the only thing they're missing. The wrestling itself is amazing, but they're just just missing something that's not so much great wrestling, just more entertaining. But Mm -hmm. uh, it's still early days for them, so that's what it'll be like. Two three years they've been running, so
0: yeah, I think three. Yeah, about three. Yeah. yeah. Now uh, switching gears here, what initially got you hooked on wrestling back in the day?
1: Back in the day, the first memory I have is the Undertaker burning Vince McMahon's teddy bear after setting his brother, who was a mass terrifying mm-hmm. monster, on fire. So from that point, so, <laughs> what uh, a
0: way it's going <laughs> to go into wrestling! I
1: know it's it's just. And I had nightmares for weeks uh, and then my dad bluntly told me it's it's not real, you know that mm-hmm. and then uh, I was disappointed that it wasn't real even though I'd watched someone get set mm-hmm. on fire uh, from that point on I'd watch Heat uh, the first WWF Heat episode I remember watching was actually the one just after British Bulldog passed away because mm-hmm. I remember seeing it the, in memory of Davey Boy Smith uh, and then from there S C Rios I think was early one of my favourites and then in transition turned into Lita being one of my favourites, yes. Jeff Hardy the Hardys, I was always the Hardys at school when when the little disclaimer said please don't try this at home I thought school, I'll try it at school instead uh, and then they did the updated disclaimer saying don't try this at home or in school so they ruined that but but uh, you, me and my mate would always, he'd be Matt Hardy mm-hmm. I was Jeff because I would climb up on stuff uh, and yeah so the Hardys much like yourself the Hardys were just Chef party, especially, was just the reason I got hooked.
0: Now, when did you get your little hearty tattoo over there on your arm?
1: I got that, oh god, I'm trying to remember. Uh, just after my 22nd birthday, so I was eight years ago now. Um I can't be that. Must be after my 21st, around right about then. A while ago now, because I'm 30. Uh, but yeah, it was my first tattoo, and it was the one I always wanted, and I wanted to get colour around it, but I was too scared to. So I just got the actual logo in black instead. Um, I was supposed to get colored this month, but lockdowns Of course. probably not
0: going <laughs> to It's ruined a lot of people's plans. But you mentioned Lita. Now, last time in my chat with you, you mentioned something about meeting Lita. So can you tell us more about that story of when you met Lita?
1: So she was doing a QA and a in Aberdeen uh, at a, a hotel, Rocks Hotel, um, that was set up and organised by a third-party promotion, which ended up getting taken over by WrestleZone because they didn't send up a host. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other issue. Um So I got the tickets. Uh, I got a ticket. Me and My wife went to Aberdeen. She stayed in the hotel and or met up with a friend or what have you. But um, she had her own fun while I, I met the woman I had a crush on when I was very, very young. Uh, so I met her and there was options of photos some scantily clad some less so i thought i'll be respectful i'll pick the one that she's actually got clothes on so i took that one got it signed i was wearing a hardy boys t-shirt and she went oh that's a that's a cool hardy boys t-shirt and the first thing that came to my head going oh i tried to look for your t-shirt but i couldn't find it and then she asked me if i wanted to sign if she wanted, what's my name Well, oh, that's billy oh cool and she just started writing it i went yeah, you can put my name. I'm not going to sell it on eBay or anything, so that's fine. And I'm just standing there going, why am I seeing these things? Oh my God. What am I doing? And then she, and then she went, oh, okay. And I could feel the awkwardness in there. And I went, but I'll have a look on eBay for, for one of your T-shirts later. Why? What am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> and so I got my book signed. I got the, the photo done, which... I don't think she appreciated I me mean, she she put her arm around me so if that's permission for me to do the same but I I, I didn't feel like she appreciated it because I'd already uh, told her that I was going to look on eBay for a t-shirt oh and god. and uh, that I wasn't going to sell anything of hers on I just it was a au- very awkward experience which that's why I don't speak to wrestlers a lot I'm quite happy to do it over Zoom because if it gets awkward I can end I could leave the meeting and then just go and cry oh. <laughs> in the corner instead
0: oh my god oh man and that's like one of your favorites of all time now how old were you when this happened
1: God, this could make it worse i was like 20 27 i was, oh my too, God. I was too old i mean i thought the worst experience i was gonna have was when ted dibiase i did a, i did a, a meet and greet with him and i'd broken my arm and i had it in a bit of cast and everything and he he was running late and he looked really annoyed and I asked him to stand up, take a picture with me. <laughs> and he flat out refused. So I had to bend over and get a picture with him while I had this massive cast mm-hmm. hanging underneath me. I thought that was going to be the... I oh know, Road Warrior Animal was the worst experience, but um, oh, rest is okay. r- rest in peace. But that was when I took a, a figure of Hawk and Animal, un- unboxed, and he went, Ugh, it was in a box, that would sign it. All right, just wanted to show it, and then just walked off so okay. yeah I've, I've had experiences with wrestlers <laughs> just uh that was i think the lethal one still is the most awkward one I've, I've had though
0: i've been very fortunate i've only had like one awkward experience but nothing to the magnitude of that so i've been very fortunate i think <laughs> but yeah i digress not not everything like we said not everything is gonna go according to plan sometimes you're just in the heat of the moment and your brain like freezes and you forget stuff that's happened to me a few times but very fortunate nothing to that magnitude but it's okay it's in the past you know
1: exactly yeah (laughs) i mean i'm sure next time i meet a wrestler i'm not gonna (laughs) Gonna tell them that I'm gonna look on eBay for their stuff or or sell it later. I'll I'll avoid that in the future.
0: (laughs) I hope you get a redo with Lita, and so you can like tell that story instead. The new one, hopefully, fingers crossed, you get a new. Hopefully, have a t-shirt of
1: hers and (laughs) everything.
0: You, you better, Billy. You better. Uh, Now, switching gears here, we have to talk about the fact that it was recently announced that Scotland's own Drew McIntyre will defend the WWE Championship against Goldberg at the Royal Rumble. And I can already tell by your face your thoughts on this, but what are your thoughts on this, Billy? Tell us.
1: Oh, Goldberg. (laughs) Jeez, just stop. I mean, his, his, his first return... Big return where they're still using the 2003 graphics with his brown goatee. Um, <laughs> he's he's he was doing it for his kids so his kid could see him wrestle. Yeah, great, fine, heartwarming story. Didn't like how it went beating Kevin Owens in seconds for a match with Brock, which didn't need the title, but I I'll digress from that. Uh, so, and then he's keeps he just keeps coming back, so you keep flushing him down and he just floats back up again. It's just it's it's getting sad. It's getting sad now. It's like when uh, I mean when Ric Flair wrestled after his big retirement with Shawn Michaels. It's just getting sad, Um, and I don't know why they're forced, why they're needing to do Drew versus Goldberg um, for for reasons that nobody quite knows because they missed out a big chunk of the promo in the first place. So Goldberg's answering a uh, was answering a challenge that never happened, and the, the the the. best thing though is when Drew was saying that it's like fighting his dad and you see a picture of Goldberg and a picture of Drew's dad. Mm-hmm. It's pretty accurate as well. So, I uh, just I'm going to somebody to watch Raw Rumble mm-hmm. because Raw Rumble is the best event of the year. Oh, but I agree. Oh, uh, it's just going to be I'm going to be so I, I, a point, I think I'll probably just go to bed if if uh, Goldberg beats Drew because, you know, what's just what's the point? <laughs> what's the point would you rather it?
0: see in place then of Goldberg against Drew?
1: Oh, anything. Uh, I'd, rather, I'd rather see Drew. Just, I mean, he, he was diagnosed with with COVID. I'd rather yes, him just take a, an extra week off in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, I would rather just him just do commentary for the evening. Uh, I would rather him just do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, put him in with with uh, Keith Lee again, if if so be it, and then have him get Sheamus at WrestleMania or something. I just, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't be doing with with Goldberg anymore it was fun at first when he came back now it's like i say now it's just sad
0: it's kind of tiresome at this point yeah it's been oh yeah 2016 was the first year yeah i remember that i was at a show he was at right before survivor series 2016 it was the go home raw wow oh my god wait no that it'll be five wow this will be like five years like he's been doing something with them like wow
1: I, I I watched the Saudi show. He won the title again. Off yeah. the fiend. Uh, well, I didn't watch it. I was like, I checked. I was at night out, and was it was nice. starting to wrap up, and I was just bored. So that right, I'll go check. I'll go check the see what's happening in the Saudi show. Loaded up the network. Mm-hmm. Saw uh, Goldberg enter. I thought, oh, I'll watch mm-hmm. this match. Mm-hmm. I looked away, came back, and it was done. It was gone. I was like, yeah. Oh, all right. Yep. Okay. That's that's that then. Um, but no, I just. Yeah, Colbert can, he's, every every time I see him, the, the more his legacy gets tainted, in my opinion, anyway.
0: He's a great dude, like, in person, but yeah, I agree. Like,
1: he's okay. learned how to say no.
0: Yeah, I agree. Now, lastly, what are some of your personal or professional goals for this crazy year of 2021?
1: Survive, obviously, being the, yes. the top one. Yes. Uh, but I'm not leaving this house anytime soon, so that should be fingers crossed safe uh i want to hit at the moment i'm about 950 views into the podcast and it's which is pretty cool considering it's such a niche mm-hmm. pro i mean like i was saying to yourself it's just like it's scottish wrestling is a niche of british wrestling which is a niche of mm-hmm. of, of european mm-hmm. american worldwide um so i want to get to a thousand which is definitely attainable mm-hmm. uh, and after that i don't know what my uh, bullet point is after that, a million, I don't know who cares, just, just uh, over a thousand is what I went to get to first and then I'll take it from that point onwards um, I'm thinking I'm going to try and, and uh, put on my big boy pants and and try and contact places to get like Joe Hendry on, because uh, I know you've got to go through Ring of Honor now mm-hmm. for him or, or try and get something from NXT UK Viper, Kaylee Ray, someone like that so I want to get someone that's uh, with a major company uh, that's my goal for 2021 again something attainable i think mm-hmm. uh, so it's just a case of of uh, being brave and actually asking um and then Should i've got some kind of little goals of, of i want to get sammy on uh, mm-hmm. of course because much of my favorites again aspen would be another one um but they're like super busy with other things outside of wrestling at the moment so i just want to like give them peace before i go right mm-hmm. when can they get you on mm-hmm. um and go to a show again even if it's if it's a case of of i'm um, in the corner two two meters away from everyone watching it which you know it would be ideal for me anyway I, I, I would just keep that for shows going forward just stay away from it mm-hmm. um but yeah just just hopefully uh, see a show again but podcast and stuff thousand views thousand listens and just get someone from one of the big big boy companies on the show
0: shoot your shot you never know I know, I mean, I have, some of it's worked out, some of it hasn't, but you never know, so shoot your shot. Now, before I let you go, can you please tell the listeners where they can find you on your social media and that fabulous merch that you are sporting?
1: Thank you. Uh, For for all your listeners, I'm wearing a fantastic t-shirt. It's got my own logo on it, because... uh, Just in case, advertisement. You can do it anywhere. Um, so you can find me on social media at ScottResNet, uh, or just put in Scottish or SWN. I think you put that on Twitter; it'll pop up somewhere. Uh, but Scottish Wrestling Network. Uh, in case you need to know what SWN stands for, um, website is swnscotland.com uh, The Twitter handle, Instagram, everything's at ScottResNet to keep it easy. I should have made it SWN Scotland, but, uh, but here we are. It's just how it's gone. Um, T- the t-shirts you can get at t- tmail.com slash Resnet. I think that's where you get them. They're £15, very cheap, very reasonable. And I'll tell you on Twitter when there's free post weekends because their postage is like four fifty. You don't want to pay that. So I'll tell you when it's free post and you can buy it then. Um, and that's it. Uh, I've, I've, I have got a TikTok recently, um, which is weird uh it's just mostly just wrestling clips i have on my phone already um so it's not terribly exciting but you never know i might show my face eventually i've got any excuse to bust out that thor hammer somewhere uh <laughs> on on and just show off because it's amazing uh, or just to show off the belts because mm-hmm. i've seen the wrestling tiktoks and i'm just like ah, oh, anyone could do this i can just mm-hmm. i mean a lot of the tiktoks i've seen are just not something that i could do myself because it's mostly women uh but uh yeah so i've got that uh just anywhere twitter's where you'll find me the most though so at scott Resnay on twitter is the best place to go
0: yeah tiktok is you could have a lot of creative freedom there though so you could do a lot but i'm glad that you've jumped on the tiktok bandwagon it's a lot of fun but it's very addicting so just a heads up
1: oh yeah i used to like listen to podcasts all day and now i'm just finding myself just flicking through tiktok instead every which... night yeah I didn't think I, I'll, I'll watch my wife do it and thinking oh, I'll never get addicted to yep. that and mm-hmm. I've had it for about a week now and I've just oh, just every day.
0: That's how <laughs> it starts first you're like this is stupid I'm not going to but now literally I will be like I've spent four or five hours straight just scrolling on my For You page scrolling scrolling and you just go into this deep rabbit hole and then you're like how did I end up here but yeah it's just <laughs> Well, thank you so much again for joining me today, Billy. Everybody should follow Scottish Wrestling Network. They have their own website, have amazing merch. And before I let you go, Billy, is there anything else you'd like to say to the listeners?
1: No, um, I guess I just want to thank you for allowing me on your podcast, because I listen as often as I can when I'm not on TikTok, obviously. (laughs) Um, And I, I, I love the reason why I, I sought to to speak to you directly because i just love the content you put out and how you produce it and and how you your style um so i'm glad that i'm able to to jump on and and uh give your listeners my voice uh as, as scottish as it may be uh, but I'm, I'm so glad that i was able to speak to yourself about it about so how everything.
0: are you feeling about being on the other side for like officially now How does it feel to be on the other side of an interview now <laughs>
1: It feels great because I've been able to use my, I mean, to, to pull, peel back the curtain, when I did the chat with you, it, it looked really grainy because I use my own personal laptop. But because I don't have to save anything or record mm-hmm. anything, I'm using my work PC. So everything looks great in HD. Uh, so, so if video does go out, I, I look fantastic. But uh, that, that's been nice. I don't have to worry about once. We stopped chatting about mm-hmm. saving it and, and putting it on Patreon. and Oh, I've got Patreon. Patreon.com slash Scott Resnet. <laughs> so yeah, it's, I don't have to worry about it. It's been fantastic. Loved it.
0: All righty. Well, thank you again for chatting with me today, Billy.
1: thanks It's been a pleasure.